Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Strangers in the Pines. Danny, you have moved to the upstairs with Lucas and Donnie behind you, and you see kind of staggering, limping his way down the hallway is Chad, and he is beat to hell. He's bleeding profusely from the nose, which is just smashed to all oblivion. He's limping on one leg, which is just leaving a trail of red behind him. What the hell? Holy shit, number seven, what the hell happened to you? I should have known you freshmen would have been behind this thing. I don't know what the hell that is you just sicked on me. If it's any of your business, I was attacked by a mirror monster. I don't know what the hell that thing was. I think I might need to see a psychiatrist. But you're heading down the stairs, and yeah, you're on the first floor where the nurse would be, and there's nobody. It's dead silent. Danny, you look through the mirror, and looking into the field of chrome outside, you watch and just barely notice as... A small cone-shaped mass sticks its way out of the 
chrome, the, the hard chrome surface, and slowly you watch as this large, elongated hand with these kind of blade-like fingers slams on the ground and starts to pull this creature, this humanoid creature, out of the chrome itself, getting onto its rear feet and shaking its head. Guys, I'm Isaac, the Deep of Strangers in the Pines, an actual play roleplay podcast using Monster of the Week rules, inspired by things like Gravity Falls, Stranger Things, and Twin Peaks. Let's begin. Hey, there's a town called Pine Forge. You heard of it? Yeah, it's nestled in the heart of the Blackwood National Park in Northeast Oregon. <laughs> the town seems small and quaint at first. But if you know what to look for, and you look hard enough, you realize something strange is brewing under the surface and in the pines that surround the town. This story follows four unusual high school students that we marked as they try to unravel the mysteries of the strangers in the pines. Danny! You pick up this this hand mirror that was sitting in the, the nurse's kind of uh, desk, and looking through it, it's like looking through glass. Your reflection is translucent as you look on this, the, this now familiar chrome field outlined before you. Your eyes still colorated with that chrome, um, but as you look into this chrome field, you watch as this almost... Silver chrome pyramid bursts through the surface of this horizontal landscape, and as it moves forward, you watch this elongated kind of chrome head, and then uh, next to it, this this long arm with these almost blade-like claws, then pulling it slowly out of the ground until it is this almost seven-foot-tall chrome-colored humanoid with these long metallic limbs as it sort of takes off in this this kind of uh, almost shifting run as it, it moves off uh, into this horizon line. So... Uh, you said it's like a, a, a mirror that can be opened and closed? It's it's like a, a like a hand mirror that you'd find at a barber shop, but it's kind of like cheap white plastic. Okay, so... Um... So he's he's he sees this thing, and he just he just immediately sets uh, sets it down mirror uh, uh, you know mirror face first on the counter, basically. So the mirror is not facing up. All right. So as you put it down, nothing appears to happen. Nothing, nothing really comes for you, and uh, you just kind of sit there for probably about a minute, and, and nothing happens. Voila. Chad, you're still sitting talking to Dottie and Lucas as you're describing this mirror monster to them. Well, he was freaked out after he saw um, what's-his-name's eye, and then I showed him the mirror because he said it was all over. Okay, okay. So, 
you wait for about a minute and um do you do anything else does anyone do anything while danny has set this mirror down after he like looks at it freaks out and then sets it face down uh, so uh, we we didn't see what he saw though right we just saw him looking at a mirror no, you just saw him look at a mirror of himself with his eye and this weird chrome color, and then he sets it down. That kid's weird. It's not over. And just because you have a little, just because you have a little shard of this thing, you know, you're not going to tell me I didn't clobber that thing because I clobbered that thing. I'm telling you, it smashed into a million pieces. Okay, but there's more than one apparently. Then because there's another one. There's another one. I saw it. What? Where? Where? It was in the mirror. Wait, you can see into that... What was in there? We we didn't actually look in there. It was a mirror monster. No, I mean, what's on the other side of the mirrors, Danny? It, it's a, a, a world a world of mirror and, and mirror puddles and mirror monsters. And I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know what the mirror is. And, and I don't like it. And I don't know what to do. Lucas, I don't know what to do. So, what would you? What are you guys going to do now that uh, Danny has reacted very violently into looking into the mirror and has now said that he could see a monster inside? So, yeah, I think uh, Lucas is going to like kind of come over to Danny and he's like, "Hold on, wait. You can see see in the mirror, just any mirror." Yes, yes. It's. It, I don't want to. I don't want to see into the mirror. I don't like it. I, well, we need to make this stop. This needs to stop. These monsters, okay. they need to stop. I I agree. Should we tell like a cop or something? Like this is freaking crazy. Okay, if if and I I'm still not sure if I accept this. If we are dealing with mere creatures, I do not think based on what my parents say that the cops will be able to help us. I agree. I don't think police can help. I wonder if anybody at Woodmore Sciences could help us. Sadly, um, probably yes. Yeah, Chad, you you know scientists? Well, there's the there's the local lab in town. I don't really know those guys, though. I don't you know get personally involved. I I do because they some they shop they 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 used to go through antique places because it turns out that there's a very rare metal that you that you only had in these random little lamps in the 1850s and so they would come in and they were promising to destroy their lamps and I would try to talk them out of it but then my parents would talk them into it but then they just decided to shutter the place so yeah I know some people I don't understand what you're talking about well are you saying that you were Alive? I know people. Yes, I, I can just talk to them and get them to look at random weird mirrors that I I I okay mirrors. Yes, Chad, you said that you attacked it and you killed it and and you broke the mirror. I I, I broke the mirror monster, the 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 mirror creature thing. It, I, I clocked it over the head with the fire extinguisher and it shattered into a thousand pieces. Okay, that's uh, okay. How did you do that, though? How did I do that? I, I picked up the fire extinguisher and I put it over my head and I swung it down really hard, like you do. Okay. I think that we should go get a bunch of hammers because hammers and mirrors are the two things that I think, if they were alive, that they would hate each other the most. And I don't think any hammers are coming to life, but if mirrors are coming to life, maybe we can smash them with the hammers. That's not a bad idea. I bet there's, like, uh, some hammers in shop class. 
I'm not allowed to go near shop class. My mom doesn't like me going. You near guys want to go around vandalizing the entire school? Sounds like fun. Also, and we don't know how many mirror creatures there are. I, I can't believe I'm going along with this. If but we do know that they can come out of the mirrors, so we should probably be wary, right, of mirrors. Okay. Fine, we can be prepared, but I don't think this is a solution. Just throwing, we're just going to destroy every mirror creature. I mean, I think that's going to take all day, possibly all month, possibly the rest of our lives. It's an invasion of crazy mirror creatures from another dimension, and you're worried that it's going to take all day, Dottie. Uh, I, I, I refuse to accept this. I'm just going along with it, all right? Most, most houses have mirrors and most cars have mirrors. And so Dottie actually has a good point this one time. Um, I actually have a point several good times. You know, you're starting to get, no, hey, no, I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. I'm calm. You know, when I, when I was, before I was attacked, I actually threw my cell phone. I got a little bit, a little bit angry. I threw my cell phone and it actually went through the mirror. And then this thing came out. I'm wondering if we could go in there and kill the thing in there, and then it won't be able to come back out. But strangely enough, condoms don't work, but cell phones do. Weird. But also, um, don't, <laughs> ask, don't ask, don't ask, don't ask, don't ask. Don't ask, don't ask, trust me. Just it, it can't hurt you now. It can't help you either. But I, more importantly... So we should um, just cover Dottie in condoms, and then she'll be safe. I know. But... Uh, wait. Okay. I have a very stupid... Uh, no, I have a good idea. Danny, you're getting to me, darn it. Let's go to the kitchen and let's get latex gloves. Uh, okay. Because I want to test sure. something. Okay, well, why don't you and Chad go to the kitchen and then me and Danny will go get go get hammers. Okay, fine. Because, Danny, I, I, I you're my friend and I care about you and I understand why you say the things you say, but, but, but I, I'm getting a little bit tweaked. Today's tweaking me a little bit. All right, let's get going. <laughs> you hear that, Danny? You're tweaking her. I'm only I'm only saying things that are the truth. I, I don't want to hear it right now. <clears throat> okay, Danny, let's go find some hammers, I guess. Okay. Is the fire alarm still going off? Uh, yeah, but you guys haven't heard one in a, in, in a little bit. And actually, uh, you guys, <laughs> as you get ready to leave you here coming from the hallway check the doors we've got to see if anyone is left inside the fire department is here maybe they can help they have axes which are close to hammers maybe they could turn the axes around and use them as hammers i'm going to i'm going to go talk to them right now yeah you know what you do that danny you go tell them about the mirror monsters without me have fun uh danny danny i don't think that's a good idea danny also your yeah, eyes like He's wa he's walking away. <laughs> Poor impulse control. Sorry, it's one of my things on my character sheet. Uh, I think Lucas will try to like grab you and stop you. Come on, dude. Like they're 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 gonna just take us outside. Okay. Um, is Lucas using super strength? No, no. Because Danny wants to, and what Danny wants affects the things that he does. So okay. Yeah, he would... I think a jinx would happen. <laughs> oh, my boy. Okay. All right. So, Do roll you your roll? jinx. Yeah, roll your jinx. And it also looks like I'm staying staying in. I'll take some experience, though, because I haven't gotten really any. So, does anything bad happen when you, when, you, when you jinx? Have you failed? 
on a miss, the keeper holds two over you to be used in the same way. So you get, you get hold two on my jinx list. The one, the first hold I'm going to, I'm just going to spin right off the back. Uh, interfere with a hunter. Uh, Lucas, you have a negative one to try and stomp Danny as he walks out to get, uh, to get out, to get who's ever in the hallway. Oh, really? That's what he wanted. Full circle, baby. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Should should I, uh, act under pressure then? Yes. Act under pressure. Eight. Uh, I got a worse outcome, a hard choice or a price to pay. Okay. So the, uh, the price to pay is you can pull Danny away from the doorway. Um, but it's going to cause a little bit of noise. So you have a chance of being heard and detected. Um, Hard choice. Uh, you can pull Danny back, um, but because you had pulled out that shard of glass, it's basically um, it's still like in your pocket. And as you spin around to try and grab him, it's going to cut you across the palm, um, causing you one harm. Okay. And uh, the last one, a worse outcome. Uh, as you kind of spin around and pull Danny back, you're going to knock the mirror to the floor. The, the one that Danny had? The one that, yeah, the one that's sitting on the, the nurse's ta- table. Hmm. I think let's go with the, uh, they might hear us. Okay, so, basically you grab Danny and, and pull him away from the door. Um, and Danny, you feel yourself getting pulled back from the door as Lucas kind of like grabs on you. He's like, no, no, no. And, uh, yeah, what would you, what would you all like to do now? Lucas, stop! I I need to, I need to I need to go I need to go tell the firemen. They uh, we can use their help. Danny, why they're just you, gonna take you away, man. Why are you? Where are they gonna take me? Outside. They're gonna take you outside. They're not gonna let you do anything useful. They're adults. They're just gonna put you in a car or make you go home with your mom or something. I don't want to be in a car. There's mirrors in a car. I want to go somewhere where there aren't mirrors. Yeah, like a broom closet or something. There might be a mirror in there. Why would they have a mirror in the broom closet, Danny? I don't know. I don't know what people store in their broom closets. (laughs) Brooms, Danny. Brooms. That makes sense. Or else they would call it a mirror closet. That's that makes sense. I'm sorry. I had a moment like Dottie has. It's okay. It's okay, bud. We we just got to get away from this door. Okay. I get straight bees. I'll have you know. Anyway, I'm sorry, what? Dottie. I just I meant I meant that you got confused and you didn't think all the way through the thing that you were saying. Mm. <laughs> I think you should go talk to the firefighters about this. Yes, you should go do that, Danny. No, we've already made the decision. We're being quiet now. Oh, are you sure? I, I think they'd really be excited to know. Hey guys, my name is Paul Purnell, and I am the creative director of the RPG Empire. And I just wanted to take a minute to tell you kind of what's going on with us and give you a sense of who we are and how you can connect with us. You can check us out on therpgempire.com, which will take you to our Patreon. I don't need to say a lot about that. Everyone knows what Patreon is. You can learn more about other shows that we're producing on there. You can see the things that we're giving away for free. But I also want to just say, if you love this story as much as we love telling it, please leave us a review and share it. Sharing is 100% the best way to help this podcast. 
I would love for you to join the Patreon, but if nothing else, if you just share it, that would be amazing. So I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening and being a part of this, and we hope you join the Empire, and definitely reach out to us through Instagram and Patreon. The RPG Empire, it's, it's everywhere. everywhere. Now back to the show. All right, uh, I want, I want, um, I want you all to make an act under pressure check. Um, it's basically, actually, it's just going to be a straight cool check. So everyone okay. make a straight cool check. Uh, I made, I got a six. Ooh. I got an eight. All right, two got a six. Does this count towards uh, experience? It does count towards experience. So if you fail, you do get experience from this. Hell yeah. Nine. So, basically, you hear a, I think, I think there's someone in here. And you hear a, a, the door start to open um, in which <laughs> Dottie and Danny freeze because they both are like, oh, my God, there's someone outside. Lucas and Chad that are a little more used to jumping around and getting out of out of out of danger in bad situations. Uh, Lucas, you managed to kind of run and hide in a medical supplies closet and Chad, uh, you basically Chad, Chad is actually sitting sitting at the nurse's desk, looking through the yellow pages, trying to find the phone number for Woodmore Sciences. So he just sits there, very cool and calm. Okay, uh, you watch as not as you were expecting, uh, not firemen but police officers open the doors, and uh, yeah, what what are you kids doing in here? Well, I got attacked. I got attacked up on the third floor restroom, and I came down here to patch myself up before coming to look for you guys. There's somebody up there. As soon as you say attack, you you immediately feel the attention shift off of all three of you and immediately go to to um, Chad as they're like, attacked? What are you? And they kind of turn around and come around and they see that you like your sutured leg and you and they realize your face is all beat all to hell and you have that that claw mark in your chest holy holy shit and uh one of them breaks there's a mirror out of creature yeah I, uh, danny just blurts it out there's a mirror creature that has attacked chad and uh, chad probably deserved it but yeah uh, chad will speak over top of me he's talking yeah the big dude who's wearing some kind of fancy mirrored spandex kind of thing i don't know some weirdo. Uh, uh, one, I, and one of them pulls out, pulls out, a, pulls out a walkie-talkie and goes, uh, uh, "Sarge, we're gonna need some some backup in here. Apparently, there's some sort of assaulter in the high school. One of the one of the students, uh, son, what's your name? Uh, Chad Woodmore the third, sir. Uh, Chad Woodmore's been a uh, been attacked. Yes, yeah, send an ambulance over right away. Uh, definitely get some some people for." Uh, him and his uh, him and his friends here, sir. Uh, yeah, we're gonna keep them secure. Uh, send over SWAT and uh, all right, over and out. And they they basically cuts out the call. He goes, all right. Well, I'm gonna we're gonna stay here with you all. We're gonna keep them safe. People are on their way. They're gonna make sure this guy is detained. Chad, there's an ambulance on the way to pick you up. Uh, the rest of you, um. We're gonna call. You're gonna. We're gonna take you to the hospital. Get you checked out for wounds. Uh, we're gonna call your parents. Everything's gonna be okay. And they uh, they kind of uh, move to guard wrong the with door. My eye. I uh, don't think you want to call my parents. Uh, why don't you just? I'll, I'll be okay. I'll just go. I'll I'll go home. 
Because you know my parents. You know how they are around police officers. Are you... Man, you're the you're the you're the loose cough girl. I mean, don't don't associate me with them like that. That's, that's you. Not we're, nice. we're gonna have to call them. I know it's probably not gonna be the most delightful experience for you. No, for you, I, I'm looking out for you. Trust me on this. Trust. We, we've we've had dealings with the loose coughs, and we know they're gonna throw up a fuss, but. You know, okay. it's not, well, it's not it's, something they haven't done before, and I'm sure you know this too, Dottie. Well, I mean, as long as you know what you're walking into, all right? Yeah, it's all part of the paperwork. Uh, I, but don't, I'm sorry. Don't worry about, I'm sorry don't, in advance. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely do your, your parents a service with your uh, your attitude. Um, I'm trying. As the other cop kind of like looks at him and just goes, hey... I'm going to keep an eye on this door here, and he, he basically posts up at the door and keeps an eye on it with the pistol. Um, probably about probably about a little over, a little under ten minutes, you hear a lot of sirens come up, and you hear just people coming in, and the doors open, and there's this office that you see a bunch of people and, and full gear come in, and they and they go, all right, we're, we're, uh, we're here to take you all out. It's going to be all right. What kind of gear? Like, are we are we talking has hazmat gear uh, or uh, like, no uh, no uh, SWAT, SWAT gear. gear? So they okay. so they have things like you know shotguns and and uh, um those big those big riot shields just to you know if anyone comes at them. Yeah, Ch- Chattel struggled to his feet. He's still a little bit injured, and like hobbled toward the door. You, you might want you might want to put those weapons away and and instead use some hammers because these are mirror these are mirror people and. I don't know if weapons will hurt them. I think that hammers you, you will hurt them. You do know that bullets hurt mirrors, don't you, Danny? All right, dude. We'll, uh... Do they, do they hurt mirrors as much as condoms do? I was doing an experiment. <laughs> uh, they kind of just look at each other Luke, and... Lucas is trying not to laugh out loud because he's still hiding after, like, 15 minutes in the closet. Um, and so... So very much, uh, they kind of, one of the police officers kind of leads down and over to Chad and kind of whispers, is he all, is he okay? There's something seriously wrong with that boy, officer. Oh, all right. Well, all righty, son. Well, we're, we're going to take care of them. We'll get some hammers. Uh, we're just going to get you all out of here. Don't treat them. Don't treat them too bad. They did help me out a little bit when I was injured. So, uh, I suppose... I suppose, kids, I owe you, I owe you a, a nod of thanks. And uh, whichever one of you is like by the door on my way out, I'll, I'll stick a $5 bill in your your front breast pocket and That's <laughs> pat you on me. the chest. Buy yourself something nice. <laughs> That's probably me, honestly. The police officers are just like, um, no, one more money. Um, kind of mumble it a little bit and uh, escort you outside. Chad, you're loaded into an ambulance. Um, you're actually... Um, naturally look at the rest of you and goes, uh, would you all, if you want, you guys can come with him and just stay with him in the hospital. We'll contact all your parents. Uh, is that okay with you guys? If you want, we can, we can okay. get you loaded up here. We can. So are all the other students like gathered around inside or has everybody been sent home? What's, what's the situation outside the school? Basically a lot of the students have been, there's a lot of parent cars. There's a lot of student cars. Um, it's just on a general chaos. Some students are still there. They haven't gotten buses. There was their fire trucks parked outside. There's SWAT cars. It's just a big giant mess. Uh, yeah. So what are you? What are you all doing? You've been asked if you want to come with uh, 
Chad to the hospital. Well, I mean, I, we might as well, since they, they um, um, I'm sure the assultant <clears throat> or um, uh, seemed to target our friend. So therefore, and I'm saying this kind of in front of the cops. So it's like, so, I mean, I just want to keep an eye out for him. I don't. I want to go find my mom. Well, it's okay. We're going to call your mom. She's going to come and get you. We can't let you wander alone. We don't want you to get lost. My mom's not here? We're not sure where she Why is. is it? At the moment, it's okay. We're going to get your information. We're going to get everything okay. We're going to call your mom. Your mom's going to come pick us up. You get to be with all your friends, and everything's going to be okay. Your buddy here is going to be just fine. But... It- it's okay. If she picks me up, she'll pick me up in the car. And the car has mirror and mirrors. Mirror. We need to. We need to get rid of all the mirrors in town. The mirrors. Yeah. The mirrors are bad. It's okay. There's mirrors calm, in the hospital. Calm down. It's all right. Don't worry about the mirrors. Everything's gonna be okay. Gonna take you in a nice little resting area. There's no mirrors. Just you know, we got some TV screens. But those are all playing different things. Well, you can sit. We uh, we have, we can we have some hot cocoa in the staff lounge. It'll be okay. Come on. I don't think I don't think I don't think Danny's Danny's not hearing this. He's not he's not like letting this officer officer right. Uh, uh, it's actually like a paramedic with officers kind of behind the rest of the the rest of you guys. Okay. Yeah, and- I think that. And you watch as the paramedic kind of like looks up to the officers, almost kind of like nodding for them to to kind of take and put an eye on you for a little bit. So I think that I would like I think that uh, Danny would kind of like uh, uh, get another hunch as far as like, you know, because we kind of hit a little bit of a dead end as far as like, you know, like, what do we do? You know, like, like, yep. Others have stepped in. All right, and uh, so would you like to roll your hunch? Yeah, yeah, so I'll roll sharp. All right. Uh, So that hunch, uh, again, is you get there too late in time to intervene but not prevent it altogether. So as you use this this hunch and and Danny kind of like is freaking out, he feels this sharp burning pain in his head again as this kind of, he closes his eyes and this kind of red, red tinted mental picture comes up of just you hear just the the screeching of rubber against asphalt and you see a um you see a ambulance uh overturned on its side off the side off to the off to the side of a road that's basically looks like it's gone through a guardrail okay um he'll say uh, thank you for trying to help but i don't need any help right now okay bye and he'll he'll uh uh walk walk run away from the paramedics and the police uh if he can and if they try to if they try to interfere he definitely would jinx <laughs> um so they are definitely going to try and interpose themselves between you and uh trying like no 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 it's okay and they're like they have come to the realization knowing that you're not okay <laughs> Well, you're not you're not in the right state of mind for you're panicking, you're freaking out, and this is you. They cannot let you alone, so they are going to try and interpose themselves between you to try and to try and grab you. 
So, uh, okay. Jinx roll. Oof. It's seven. It's just not super fantastic. But, um, yeah, uh, hold one. So, what actually, what happens is you're starting to run away and you go... And everyone around you kind of feels a shake as a little tremor just kind of ripples through the ground. Um, and it kind of knocks the policeman on balance a little bit as you ta- as you take off. You you were kind of walk running away. You're now full running away as you realize these people are trying to grab you. Okay. And um, just headed in the direction that I think that ambulance flipped over and... Uh, Wherever there are guardrails, I don't know. Uh, uh, I hope that the hunch would at least give me, you know, a decent so direction. So the, the the hunch, as you so before, so as you're kind of getting ready to head away, you realize that kind of thinking back on the hunch, the plates on the the plates on the car on the ambulance are the same ones that you turn around to see. Um. Chad and the rest of the people loading into and driving away. Oh, uh, hold on. I was going to do something there is if, if I see the, the other kids coming towards the, the, you know, the open back door of the ambulance, I'll lean and turn to the, uh, the driver through the partition, say there's 200 bucks in it for you to take off right now. <laughs> uh, he just looks at you and kind of turns around and goes, no, because I don't want to get fired. Oh, Danny, uh, Danny falls out of the medical closet in the empty room, goes, oh, oh God, they're gone. Oh, my God, (laughs) Lucas. Yeah, Lucas, you watch as the SWAT people leave and start clearing rooms as you uh, come out of the medical closet. Uh, (laughs) So while Danny's running away, having that epiphany, Dottie, uh, Dottie, you're kind of standing next to. Um, you're standing next to the open end of the ambulance where Chad is sitting and, uh, Lucas, you've popped out of the medical closet. So first, uh, we're going to go to Lucas. So Lucas, what are you doing now that you are free in the school surrounded by SWAT people? Uh, I think as soon as I see the SWAT guys, like in the halls, my heart starts beating really fast. And I'm just like thinking to myself, like, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, Biggs. Biggs, I need Biggs. Oh, and I want to try and uh, summon Biggs. Alrighty. So I'm going to do use magic, summon a creature. Okay. Alright. And uh, Oh, and I'm not going to. I'm going to fail at that. <laughs> so I'm like try, trying to think about Biggs and I just want him to come to me. And I'm just like kind of thinking about it really hard. So uh, your magic, instead of summoning Biggs, has a problematic side effect and Ash... As you are thinking on Biggs, your mind slips back to thinking about looking in on Danny's vision and seeing this this clawed hand reaching out of a mirror. You, instead of summoning Biggs, your mind kind of slips back to this creature and thinking about how it's described. And you watch, uh, you kind of reach out with your hand and then your whole body, so you look down and your hands start to like bubble. And then they shift. And you watch as your hands kind of grow. You feel yourself grow taller and your arms extend. And you look and your hands are basically these long metallic reflective blades. And looking at yourself, you're this kind of metallic color. And oh, shit. 
all and although instead of looking like chrome, it's more kind of like a like a, a polished red. I'm like a red chrome. Yes, exactly. Like a red chrome. Oh man. Yeah, I'm like looking at myself and my the reflection in my hands. I'm like, oh shit. Oh shit. Is my voice different? No, no. You have no you have no ability to speak. You go to speak and you feel and you have no mouth. Oh god. <laughs> so definitely I'm just like thinking, oh what? Oh god, I can't talk. Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh uh, I, I turn the mirror over and I try to stick my hand in it. Nothing happens. Your hand hits the mirror and it's solid. You watch as it cracks under the pressure uh, a little bit. Is um, there a window in this room? Uh, there is a window to the side. Um, and it's, it's, I need you to roll an act under pressure, uh, because you hear footsteps now reapproaching the nurse's <laughs> office. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> Got a 13. I like jump and stick into the ceiling. Oh, you, you, you jump and you go right instead of going, you go, you jump, slide, you feel your body kind of thin out like a blade. You slide into the air duct in a very literal sense and you're just sitting in the air duct very kind of still as your body kind of returns to this, this pictured uh, red... Red, red metal chrome, man. Yeah, red chrome metal man. This is not good. This is not good at all. Okay, I'm gonna like make my way through the the air shafts to try and get to the roof. Okay. Um, but going kind of going back to Dottie. So Dottie, you are kind of being like motioned to get inside this ambulance with uh with Chad as you watch as Danny runs into the crowd. <laughs> Well, I don't care about Danny at this point. I mean, he's kind of gotten on my last nerves. I mean, it's just like, I've been chasing this boy all day. I've been chasing this boy all day, and he's just insulting me. I don't need to put up with this. I have very rational reasons for, you know, looking at the role of skeptics. You can't just believe every single stupid little story that comes out of people's mouths. I'm getting into the, into the van. All right, so you hop into the ambulance, and you get into the van, and uh, it starts to drive away. And so, Chad, you're there. Dottie's kind of sitting there next to you, heading towards the hospital. Uh, Danny, you have the delightful pleasure of watching the ambulance you saw fly off a guardrail, drive out of the school parking lot, and start heading down the road. Is there a guardrail anywhere near? <laughs> uh, there's definitely a bunch of guardrails between here and the hospital. You know that much. He's just going to run and try to follow and because of the hunch of, of, you know, the, the result of the hunch of not being able to stop it, but being able to interfere, you know, um, he'll hope that he sees it happen and maybe something will happen when he sees this accident occur. We watch as, uh, our group of students go different ways. Danny watching in mild horror as the the tragic accident that he foresaw is now leaving the area of his control. Uh, Dottie and Chad, ignorant to their coming doom, whilst Lucas, alone, afraid, and in another person's body, hides in the air ducts, hoping for safety or relief of some sort. 
as they are watched once again by strangers in the pines. That's the end of this episode. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed making it. And I can't wait to get you the next episode. In the meantime, you can check out all of our other stuff over at the Patreon. This episode was edited by Liam McKenzie. And remember, play on. <laughs>